Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 541 for July 6th through 12th, 2020. Welcome to This Week in Astrology, deepening your astrological wisdom since 2007. This week's highlights are two planetary stations, Chiron stationing retrograde and Mercury stationing direct. I'll also tell you about four bonus aspects not included in my written forecast. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version usually includes my chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns, although we don't have any of those this week. You can also see these graphics if you read my forecasts online. Just go to astroshaman.com, click blog on the menu bar, then choose the astrology forecast category. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. What is old as we come into this forecast? We've got a waning moon. We just had our third and final eclipse of the eclipse season here. We also have Mercury retrograde through July 12. I'll be telling you more about that in this show. Also, Jupiter through September 12, Saturn through September 29, and Pluto through October 4th. All those are retrograde planets. Let's get on to our individual days of the forecast. We start with a combined forecast for July 6th and July 7th, that Monday and Tuesday. We've got a pair of events. You may feel a bit like Superman or Wonder Woman for a few days, thanks to Mars being pumped up by two powerful quintiles. A Mars-Jupiter quintile, that's Mars 5 Aries, Jupiter 23 Capricorn, on July 6th, is followed by a Mars-Pluto quintile, that's Mars 6 Aries, Pluto 24 Capricorn, on July 7th. Mars is already potent in Aries, a sign that he rules. The quintiles from Jupiter and Pluto add a megadose of power and inspiration. You can use this energy to supercharge your role as a leader, pioneer, warrior, athlete, or sexual being. Enjoy. Next, uh, on July 8, we have two of those bonus aspects I was mentioning. First, we have Uranus Quincunx Juno, Uranus 10 Taurus, Juno 10 Libra. Juno is the asteroid goddess of committed partnership. Uranus is the planet of paradigm shift and intuitive hits. And the quincunx says adjustment needed. So take any of your committed partnerships. These could be romantic. They could be platonic, business, any area in which you and another person are in an ongoing container. um, And ask yourself what paradigm shift might be needed here. What adjustment With Uranus involved, he's the easiest outer planet to work with in a lot of ways because he pops down the intuitive hits from your higher self. So um, whatever committed partnership you're in, ask yourself, am I getting intuitive hits about whether I need to take this to a new level, adjust it somehow to make it more wonderful, perhaps release it entirely, perhaps put it on the back burner. It's a good time to be looking at your key relationships and asking if any of those kinds of actions are appropriate here around July 8th. Also, on July 8th, we have Mercury square Mars. Mercury is at 6 Cancer, Mars is at 6 Aries, and a Mercury-Mars square is a very powerful communication for good or ill, depending on how you use it. On the low side, it can be angry words, um, controlling through, you know, real strong masculine assertiveness kind of energy. Um, But also, if used beautifully, 
then it's, wow, I can communicate very powerfully with Mercury and Cancer with great heartfelt emotion. So actually, you could be extraordinarily persuasive under this Mercury square Mars if you don't let your anger or impulsiveness get out of control. Those two factors are like low Mars attributes. So the potential here is, wow, powerful, emotionally charged communication. And of course, people don't really decide things because of logic. They decide because of emotion and they use the logic to justify it afterward. So uh, I recommend you take that to that powerful uh, ability to communicate with potent emotion and not just go crazy attacking people. <laughs> Next is Wednesday, July 10th, and another bonus aspect. This one's Venus sextile Chiron. Venus is 9 Gemini, and Chiron is 9 Aries. So Venus and Chiron together, uh, again, the sextile is a harmonious uh, energized aspect. This could be awesome for relationship healing. It'd be great for creative mentoring or financial mentoring. All those are perfectly valid ways of using a Venus-Chiron combo. Um, also, even though it's a soft aspect, there could be some wounding involved. So perhaps in a relationship, some kind of challenge might come up. However, the fact that it's a soft aspect means that if you have a good shadow work tool, such as my healing invocation, which I will link in the show notes, um, you could work through this very harmoniously. So those are, I'm going to add a little bit of nuance as well with Venus in Gemini. If you're using this creatively, this is a great time to explore a lot of variety in your creative expression, not just do the same old thing. Gemini loves variety. So perhaps you can move in a new uh, and more variety-filled creative direction in your relationships, for example. Um, good advice might be, wow, how can we get out of our rut if you and your partner are sort of doing the same thing over and over? What if, what if we try something fresh and new and interesting? So those are some interesting ways, even financially. Let's say you've got a way you're, you're using your money in a certain way. Ask yourself, okay, let me brainstorm a little bit. Is there a, a different way that spending or saving or investing would serve me better? So it's just a good time to be open to new ideas, new variety in all those Venus-related areas, relationship, uh, creativity, and finance. Now we move on to Wednesday, July 11. Um, Chiron retrograde. Chiron's the wounded healer, and he turns retrograde today. Again, that date is Wednesday, July 11 at 5.09 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. He'll be doing this around 9 degrees Aries, about 9.5 actually. He'll turn direct again in about five months on December 15th, right around five degrees Aries. So he'll back up about four and a half degrees. Um, Chiron's retrograde station is a great time to consider how effectively you're working with your emotional and psychological wounds. As I mentioned a moment ago, many people find my free healing invocation helpful for this. Again, it'll be linked in the show notes. You can also reflect on how well you're serving others as a wisdom giver and or healer. Check your natal chart for any sensitive points between 5 and 13 degrees in the cardinal signs, those being Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Chiron can affect these powerfully as he stations, especially if any of these sensitive natal points represent important relationships. It's an axiom of astrology that a, a stationing planet, meaning they're, they're kind of stopping and moving the other direction, at least that's how it looks here from Earth, that's when they're most powerful. Moving on to Thursday, July 12th, Mercury turns direct here on this day at 4.26 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time at 5.5 Cancer. Then we get Messenger turned retrograde back on June 18th around 
15 cancers. So we backed up roughly 10 degrees, 9 or 10. In my June 18 Mercury retrograde forecast, I suggested that you consider how things are going with your home, family, and security, as well as your, as well as your emotions and shadow work. I also mentioned the most important aspects Mercury made as it stationed retrograde. Its square to Chiron catalyzed the themes of wounding, mentoring, and healing, and its conjunction to Vesta highlighted the theme of selfless service to a higher cause. Hopefully, you gained helpful insights in some of these areas. It's always best to delay important new beginnings and major purchases until Mercury turns direct. Even better, wait until after the new moon on July 20th at 1.33 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. If you want to go even a step further to maximize your chances for success in important matters, choose an optimal starting moment using electional astrology, also known as event timing. You can learn more about that on my site on my astrology page. I will link that to the show notes also. And we close with one final bonus aspect here on July 12th, the Sun trine Neptune. Sun, 21 Cancer, Neptune, 21 Pisces. So this is the energy of Neptune, whose high expressions are spiritual awakening and inspired creativity. A third would be being able to operate in flow state in the zone. You're just kind of moving magically without hardly having to think about anything. And the sun, of course, can represent the core of you, the core of your identity. And a trine is easy, automatic connection. It's beautiful. So it's just kind of flow with it, just kind of move into those beautiful high spaces. Now, even a trine, however, can bring out low expressions of a planet. So this also could be easy to kind of drift into the lower Neptune. So let me just tell you what those are so you can avoid them. Uh, Low Neptune would be substance abuse, excessive escapism, aimless drifting, or being the victim in a relationship. So if you find yourself doing or tempted into any of those things or here in the days around July 12th, just redirect yourself. How can I focus more on spiritual awakening, expressing my inspired creativity, getting into flow state, even subtler things like working consciously with dreams or conscious dreaming. Um, Neptune's also the dream ruler. So those are some good ways to work with that. Um, The sun in Cancer, um, this might be, okay, that makes sense, Cancer, One of its main meanings is your emotions. So you may find yourself becoming even more empathic under this. I mean, this would be a side effect of a sudden Neptune trine anyway. But don't be surprised if in the days around July 12th, you just feel other people's emotions more easily. You feel the energy environment you're in more easily. You'll just be more sensitive. And I've worked with hundreds of empathic clients. There's even an acronym for them now, HSP, Highly Sensitive Person. And I find consistently when when they do get into embodied awakening where they're, and I'll link to this one too, my embodied awakening invocation, I'll link in the show notes. When you can get your higher self merged with you, which is stunningly quick and easy, most people can do it in a minute or two, then that sensitivity that you thought was such a burden because you're feeling all this unpleasant energy around you, all of a sudden the flow reverses and this beautiful awakened heart you have starts radiating light and love out and you turn from a garbage dump to a walking blessing. And it totally changes the tide. And now you understand, oh, that's why I came in so sensitive. I'm supposed to be radiating divine love and light and walking around in an awakened state, which makes everything better in your human life. So, you know, I'm a big fan of it, obviously. So you can learn more if you're interested at the uh, show note link for the Embodied Awakening Invocation. 
So I've got a few announcements for you. Uh, I've got a whole new slate of Awakening Plus events for July, and everyone is welcome to participate in most of these for free. Here are micro descriptions of the July online events I've scheduled so far. In fact, I'm repeating a couple from last time because they were so well received on Tuesday. And let me mention also, I'm working these on Tuesdays now. Um, I've had something come up in my own life where I need my Monday nights back. So uh, when I did a poll last time and, and you know, asked the membership what nights are good, Tuesday was right up there with Monday, and it was utterly a toss-up between the two. So we're going to Tuesday nights for the live events for the month of July at least. So on Tuesday, July 14th, 8 p.m. EDT, Shamanic Awakening Ceremony. This intense experience combines the healing power of shamanism with my invocation cycle for embodied awakening. Usually lasts about two hours. We create sacred space, then do a series of invocations to help you move into embodied awakening. I use voice, rattles, and drum to ratchet up the energy to high intensity during the extended healing round. People love this one. Then the next week on Tuesday, July 21, also 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, group healing, immunity boosting, and awakening. Enhanced immunity is good to have, especially in the midst of this pandemic, so we call it in, along with embodied awakening and healing. Expected duration is 60 to 90 minutes, and our guest presenter already have her lined up for Tuesday, July 28, 8 p.m. EDT. This is going to be Tools for Energy Management and Hygiene with guest presenter Natalie Rose Martin. This will be an experiential workshop. You'll work with practical energy tools that empower you to create shifts in your own experience. We will practice ways to find center, refine the auric field, clear unwanted energy, seal energy leaks, and connect with the new earth. Regular use of these tools cultivates a clear, grounded presence from which to relate, create, and serve in alignment with the self. This will increase your positive impact in the world, and there will be an opportunity to be in the hot seat for the benefit of all. And we're also continuing our New Earth Support weekly calls every Saturday at noon Eastern Daylight Time until further notice. We'll create our sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened New Earth currently blossoming. The divine always rewards us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss, and somehow they're different every single time. The Awakening Plus program features at least three live events each month, uh, although I'm currently offering many more to support you during the pandemic. Most events are open to everyone for free. The archive of now over 240 transformative events, all of which seem to be as powerful on the recording as they are live, along with accountability partners and the forum, these are all available exclusively to Awakening Plus members, and membership is very inexpensive. You can learn more at awakeningplus.com. Thank you for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one -on -one services are equally effective in person or long distance. And during this pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly by a third because so many people are experiencing financial hardship. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn more about all this and more at astroshaman.com. And if you want to go look at the show notes, they're at astroshaman.com slash 541. Again, astroshaman, that's A-S-T-R-O-S-H-A-M as in mother, A-N as in nancy.com slash 541.
Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is info at astroshaman.com. My number for voice and text, 828-338-9852. Again, 828-338-9852. I would love to connect with you. We are wrapping up this episode. Once again, please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so that others like you can find it. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, and have your chart interpreted on the show. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be redirected to the appropriate area of astroshaman.com. Finally, Whatever your sun sign, my forecast can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern Time Zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits, but you will be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. Learn more about my Astrology Plus sessions. Uh, If you don't want to bother with the show notes, just go to astroshaman.com. Get services in the menu bar. First pull-down item, Astrology Plus. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.